Sync and Desist, a multimedia network. Please enjoy. I'm just hoping by the time this week's episode goes up that I have already filed my taxes. <laughs> so right. waiting that on the sweet tax W-2s. Yep. I got some email and it was about W-2s. I was like, oh, maybe it came. And then I signed in and no, no. They were just telling me like, like make sure you have the electronic, you know, electronic way to get it instead of just the mail. And I'm just like, okay, all right. Check box, save. That's all I wanted me to do. I'm like, Mm, I still need it. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm not even waiting this time. Like I'm. I'm gonna file it right away. Cause like last year and the year before. Remember, I like waited till like you didn't get your return till like the end of the year. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. It was like early summer <laughs> when I got it, but still, it was wasn't like, even like all of it, right? Yeah, and I was like, oh, I still need the state one. And then this, yeah, no. <laughs> this is a little personal information about Brad, guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Procrastination. All right. That's something I got to work on this year. It's your 2020 resolution. I'm firing up TurboTax the second I walk through the door with that <laughs> W2. <laughs> walk through the door? But W2, uh, TurboTax, don't uh, fail me like you have been. Uh, failing everyone because uh, have you heard about like TurboTax and they're uh, they've been hiding like the free like um, the IRS had to get on top of them about like the free file oh. on TurboTax like they they hide it yeah so it's like it's an option there but like they don't want people to see that so mm-hmm. they're because <laughs> like they're like two different ones and like one I think you give them like a percentage or something like yeah. that yeah, and then the yeah. other one is like a lesser percentage, or it's something weird like that. Yeah, I like guess almost yeah. the exact same thing, but like, mm-hmm. yeah, like they. So all this time, people it. didn't have to like you know pay that, or that didn't have to come out of your taxes to go to them. Like, yeah, like, yeah. No, like TurboTax, like emails me like once a week. I'm like, it's not even anywhere near January. <laughs> <laughs> oh my, uh, my. Uh, insurance went. My health insurance went up. All you have to do is not do anything. <laughs> <laughs> that is an option. I Rob. did nothing, <laughs> and I just rolled the dice and like you did say. If I don't update anything, it'll stay the same. And January first rolled around, took out that same ninety dollars. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Like we're in there. <laughs> yeah, that 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 went up. I didn't take that risk, so I just. Yeah, it went up, but not not too much, not too much. But still, you know, wait, waiting on that AARP discount one day. <laughs> yeah, the one thing about getting older, I'm you got a, a ways to go. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> oh shit! You are you do turn thirty this uh-huh. this year? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do turn thirty this year. You still got two years to go. Yep. 
Yeah, my friend. <laughs> Your just day's turned, coming. My friend just turned 28. I was like, I didn't know we were the same age. <laughs> and like, he's a few months older than me. It's hard to tell people's ages, dude. Mm. Like, that's one thing. Like, dude, there was this customer that came in to work, and the grocery manager, who I'm, I'm pretty tight with, like, she was like interested in this guy, right? So, so she kind of actually made a move, like, and I'm thinking, like, okay, manager trying to get somebody's number. <laughs> Um, but like, she's found out that he's like 20 and I was like, what? Like, I thought for sure he was like 60 yeah, no, <laughs> <laughs> in his late twenties, like almost 30, like Smoking 20 a pack a day since middle school. dude. Yeah. Right. <laughs> dude was tall too, but like could have sworn he was almost 30, but I don't I know. Like jailbait almost. What's going on? Yeah. <laughs> People, yeah, that's the, th- like, I remember one time I was 20, 22 or 23 at the time. I had my beard, my beard was like really thick and I had hair down to my shoulders, right? So I was actually looking at the magazine rack at Walmart yeah, be careful how you say magazine. Right. Look <laughs> uh, um, at the magazine rack. And like, it, you know, it's like right next to where the cigarette uh, register, you know, it was like the one register at Walmart where like the cigarette, uh, like behind the glass. Mm. Right. And I was just coming out of like where the magazine rack was. And this... Uh, employee comes up to me and just like if you're trying to buy cigarettes just make sure you have your ID like she was like looking at me like that I was just like oh uh, I'm not looking at that I'm just thinking like sorry I was just looking at the playboy yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then uh, another time at Walmart too I think it was that same year too like they asked me for my ID to buy V for Vendetta on DVD <laughs> so I was just like, oh, it's always on Netflix. Oh my, this was in 2012. Okay, <laughs> this was like 2012. I was 22 at the time. So, yeah. I, point point is, even with the beard, people still think I'm like jailbait. <laughs> I was growing my beard out, and then I had to uh, get in front of the camera. I was like, shit, I got to shave. <laughs> it was it was start up, Brad. You would have been proud. Oh yeah, getting there. Yeah, yeah. You start filling, good, start filling out. A good a little two bit. more years, and I finally have a beard. <laughs> See, the, the problem with a lot of beards is that, like, it actually it did take me a few years before it finally connected. Like, I hate I hated how it was just like mustache. One and side then, like, connects, the other doesn't. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but like it. Thing is, it got long enough to where it like went over anyway. So, yes, yeah. Have you seen any of those pictures of me from like 2012? Like my hair's like my shoulders and all that. But of course, you met when you met me. Anyways, like that was when I grew out my hair again. I think, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So, I've had I've had all kinds of hairstyles and beard, no beard. And I have it. <laughs> you yeah, you've looked pretty much the same since I've known you. I mean, I you might have gotten sh- my hair out. <laughs> It'd be interesting to see you with longer hair. You should straighten it too. 
been thinking about since high school. I haven't done it. Don't think I will. <laughs> if it's taken it this long to do it. It would completely change the way you look, too. Like, mm-hmm. if you had straight hair, oh, my God. Yeah, just took, took destiny in my own hands, started cutting <laughs> my own hair. my lack of patience. Right. <laughs> and my hair grows very fast. Your hair does grow really fast. I just really did a fast. skin fade, like... The weekend, over the weekend. It's just getting long already. It's insane how fast your hair grows. <laughs> I have to do it once a week almost. <laughs> but like if you cut it, like the more you cut your hair, like it's going to keep growing back faster. Like because that's why like when people are trying to grow their hair out, they trim the ends because it actually makes their hair grow faster that way. Because if, if you just let it be like basically, you know, it'll start creating split ends dead ends and your hair just kind of like stops growing at a point so food for thought there <laughs> too late bro. but you ain't doing but you ain't right this is the hairstyle you're gonna be with like you're gonna take it to your grave at this point yeah probably have <laughs> yeah, this <is> skin fade <laughs> but you but you know you don't you don't do any of that stuff for attention anyways. Nah. <laughs> I do it for, I do it for patient, attention. Right? <laughs> I do, I do it for attention. I do it for uh, in Instagram clout, you know? <laughs> yeah, you take those selfies all the time. I do, I do. <laughs> I had, uh, for those of you listening, I we went out, did a shoot, and I had the gear out and everything, Brad's still taking selfies. <laughs> <laughs> be like, I have the camera in my hands and you're using your phone. <laughs> I felt the judgment, like the burning in the back of my head when I was doing Because like, you were on one side of the car and I was on the other putting the gear into my uh, truck and like you were hold, you <laughs> put the your phone up in selfie mode on like the, the bottom of the window of the uh, passenger side. I did, yeah. <laughs> Bro, I gotta close this door. <laughs> <laughs> like ever, ever since you've known me, I've been a selfie whore. <laughs> <laughs> I don't take selfies at all. I look weird in selfies. <laughs> well, like I mean, some there's an art to it. It's all yeah, about the angles, effect. dude. It's all about the angles. But but yeah, no. Like I, I was looking at some selfies that I'd never posted. I was like, ew. And it was like, re- I was like, man, I definitely glowed up in the past couple of years. Then, like, I mean, I think just dude fucks now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I think it just depends on, yeah, like maybe you know, front facing, you know, camera stuff, like that versus you know, like me take, cause sometimes like I'll use your camera and take pictures of you for content. And it's like, you're like, dude, I love those. So, so like some people's face, you know, just kind of like how their, their face is framed and everything. It just like, it works better. Like when someone else is taking a picture of them, I, I got a face for radio. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I'm just kidding. That's could never like, I see people like FaceTiming out in public or like taking selfies and I've seen people vlog before. I'm like, oh, don't do that. <laughs> like, I could never do that myself. Yeah, that's. I'd rather self a tripod. 
even then that's too much work that's what you know that's why some right myself but dude that's that's why some uh actors don't watch their own movies mm-hmm. they just they can't. a lot don't even look at the playback on set <laughs> they just can't they're just like oh because it, it's so close to their face mm-hmm. and like you know hearing their their own voice and like yeah it is awkward for some people like i've like with music like i've gotten used to like hearing myself um or seeing myself in videos and stuff so it doesn't really like i think i've just gotten to a point where i've gotten over it doesn't mean that it doesn't still bother me sometimes like but you know it's just kind of it's it's the industry we're in so i've kind of just i've had to deal with it so Mm. now i'm okay with it so as someone that doesn't like being in front of the camera i've looked through all the, the stuff that we've I've done, like, damn, I've been, been in front of the camera a lot for things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 And, like, at, at one point, you even thought about being an actor, too, didn't Was. you? Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, directing is obviously, like, your, more of your primary passion, but you still you still got more avenues to explore, I guess. Yeah, we did a video. I did a bit. I acted a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> It's true, <laughs> yeah, and you're also you're also very quick with uh, with lines. Like if you if you know what you're gonna do or say, um, you know you you typically do it. I mean, obviously everybody's gonna have to do multiple takes on things. Sometimes you're a one take Jake, dude. <laughs> like you're just like, boom, camera rolling. You you say everything perfectly, and I'm over here just like stumbling over words. Like Ugh. it's the longer stuff that you do better with. Like the quicker, so like if you, we got to do it in 15 seconds. Yeah. Like, I think I ramble or overthink. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. And it's the long stuff that I can't do. <laughs> and this is the 106th episode of this podcast. I can't even believe it. <laughs> Dude, 106 episodes, man. I was thinking about it the other day, like, damn. You've been doing this for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember this. I was thinking like 106 weeks. 106 weeks. I didn't oh yeah. Last week. The, the thing is like fifth there's fifty-six weeks in a year. Fifty-two, right? Fifty-two. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Fifty-two weeks in a year. That seems kind of low in some ways. But then like depending on like like if you look at just a list of the months that are in a year, sometimes that that list looks so short. You're just like, oh my God, a year just, it's super quick. It just flies by. Um, but then like, if you're in it and you're like thinking about it, like, oh, we're in May right now or something. And it's like, it just seems like the year is like forever. Mm-hmm. So like I was at work and like, I work with some younger people. They're like born, 2000 yeah <laughs> and like i'm like going through quarter life crisis <laughs> like they're graduating high school <laughs> like oh my man <laughs> i turned 28 this year <laughs> and I'm like fuck no one celebrates 28 <laughs> i'm there now <laughs> like we celebrate your birthday this year but like yeah, the, th- it's the 30. 30 yes. Now it's just the 10s for mm-hmm. you. And I was telling her, like, you have 21, then 25. 
then 30. Then you're right with us. Well, you got a long ways to go. It's still. 30, 40, yeah, just every uh, like decade mark there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like we do with this podcast. <laughs> yeah, pretty, yeah, it's true. <laughs> See, before, like, we were thinking, like, all right, we made it to 25, or right, we made it to 50. We made it's it like, to 26. It's <laughs> all. <laughs> <laughs> Once we made it past 30, I was like, we're doing better than the last podcast. <laughs> and we didn't go bi-weekly. <laughs> no, but uh, since we're kind of on the tangent of, um, you know, ch- changing your look or, you know, putting out, you know, content, you know, selfies and, and social media, you know, if we're, we're kind of on on that, you know, train of thought. Um, you know, something that, you know, you mentioned wanting to talk about is, you know, a attention horse, you know, mm-hmm. and, um, yeah, the clout chasers. We're adults here. Yeah. I hope we're all adults. I, I if, uh, teenagers listen to this podcast, that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> Be like, get out! No, I'm just kidding. You're welcome here too. It's, you've heard much worse on um, what's that? Oh my gosh, what's the game that everybody plays? Minecraft. Minecraft. <laughs> <laughs> that actually wasn't made. No, <laughs> literally, like, oh, see, yeah. Fortnite. You, you, you Fortnite. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. You've heard worse on there, I'm sure. <laughs> You've heard worse on Minecraft. <laughs> Remember when people used to play Minecraft? Well, my, yeah, Minecraft was the, the pre-Fortnite, you know? It was that. Minecraft was the MySpace of video games. It was, yeah. <laughs> but <For> uh, some people. <laughs> but, like, you know, just about uh, the clout chaser. Is that a, is that a term? clout chasers your fan base is like clout you know or followers or something so not even just like i guess pandering but more so even people that that stay stuck like where they're at and never really grow or change or move on um because they know that where they're at currently is going to get them the attention that they want. Mm. And we see that a lot, like, with this this generation especially. Not not to, like, you know, point the finger. I was like, it's always this generation. I mean, it's... it's but they are a problem. It's, it's our generation... We get in, rid of them all. And the... Uh, no. <laughs> 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 we talk... You're talking war. <laughs> get blue. What's up? No, I'm just kidding. Um, but, like... It's not just about generation. It's it. You see it in, you know, different people across the board. But, um, but like we both have been like noticing that, you know, especially in the last like couple of years or so, like just how, um, you know, we we were saying like in the last episode about how we both have, like, you know, how when you grow. And some people, you said, you know, some people grow with you. Some people grow away from you or they, they stay where they're at, you know. And so you outgrow them. Um, and I've, I've experienced that a lot lately, you know. Um, 
that some people just aren't on my my train of thought, my plane of consciousness. Just aren't on my level. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's but it's not it's not coming from like a like you know a sense of like arrogance or anything like that. I'm not saying that I'm any better than anyone else. It's it's just that my life is a certain way, and then some other people's yeah. better. <laughs> <laughs> oh Rob, you're such a troll. <laughs> I love you, but <laughs> but stop. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but like, yeah. Um there's just there's there are definitely like some people that they're they're back five years ago, you know, and mm-hmm. I'm you know, I feel like I'm continuously growing each year into Closer and closer to who I'm supposed to be. You know, my authentic self. Like, because for me, it's just like experiences should, they should grow you, change you, you know, and peel back the layers more and more. Um, but then there are like, there's some people that it's just like, no, there's there's comfort in in staying the same. And... You know, sometimes it's it's just easier to stay where you're at than it is to move on. So, um, it's sort of going comfortability, definitely, yeah. And it it really seems like people are just comfortable with it's like the norm, you know, to be negative for one, and two, just kind of pander to like that certain mindset that everyone else is on because they know it's going to get them those views that attention that you know that validation you know and it's it's like you see it you watch it from the sidelines and you're just like like come on you know you're better than that but or maybe you're not (laughs) (laughs) some of you yeah. Not those of you who listen to this podcast, but you know what I'm talking we about. We look, yeah. No, you're not. You're not. It's <laughs> other people. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like uh comfortability, like what I've noticed, like with comfortability today leases sensitivity. Mm. Where like people are become so comfortable and like this is this is where the times are going. This is how things are now. I'm now allowed to stay as sick and as toxic as I want to be because that's me. I'm a snowflake and I'm unique. Like kind of of like that, like where people are now like coddling people and like their uh, behavior that like they just stay where they are and they don't grow. And then when you stay there, you become sensitive because people have coddled you for so long to where now you're, you're soft. Like you can't handle like reality at where, and maybe like, maybe I'm going to get canceled for all this, but like a lot of people have become so sensitive to where I was listening to a uh, congratulations, Chris Elias podcast. And he, he said in his stand up how, he doesn't say th- offensive things because, no, he said, I could not say something offensive and people would still be offended. And someone literally wrote an article about how he said people are s- so easily offended that people 
uh, that is offensive. <laughs> so like, it's he's offensive like, to point it out. Even proving my point. Yeah, right. like you fell for it. Like people are so easily offended at literally nothing. Hmm. Like yeah, people just look for a reason to be outraged and like. Yeah. Well, I I think in there is some like validity in like kind of looking at maybe the other side of the coin with the way culture is right now is that like it is kind of shedding light on it is shedding light on depression it is shedding light on um, things that maybe we haven't really talked about you know up to up until this point you know um, but. But, you know, on the other hand, it's like, well, that can become like an addiction of sorts, you know, of wallowing in your problems so much and being being toxic, being draining, being um, always constantly, you know, negative, you know, tearing people down. Um, I mean, not even consciously. You may not even be trying to be tearing people down, but like you know, that, that is sucking life out of a lot of people, you know, just mm-hmm. to constantly be, uh, you know, uh, offend, you know, offended all the time or, you know, things like that. It's just, you gotta, at some point, you know, sort of look at yourself and be like, I need to change, you know? Like people would champion people that, uh, are stuck and are, at these low points and like they champion that like and they mask it with it's mental health like they they, they, they just disguise like it's they categorize it as like it's mental health like you can be as depressed as you want to be and then people champion the same people champion people that are getting their shit together but it's never the same person it's always different people like you should have mental health is like increasing bettering your mental health is getting through the the low points mm. to getting to getting quote unquote getting your shit together right but we champion one or the other but not both yeah cuz like it's like that crab mentality where like people don't like to see you doing better they like to see you where you are mm it's misery loves company yeah mm and it's like the person that's championing it is the same, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it, it actually, it could even be like a manipulative thing, you know, where, um, you know, it's kind of like an apology without change kind of a thing, you know, and how that relates to people that come to you with, with your problems, you know, and I do that. Like I take solace and I take refuge in, in friends of mine. Like when I'm going through shit, like I, I will, uh, vent, you know, what's going on in my life with them. And, um, but it always comes from a place of, um, openness and, you know, I know where I'm going wrong with it. You know, like I vent this, and, you know, they just reflect back to me, like, maybe what I need to work on in my life. And, you know, and you do that with me, too. Um, is that I feel like I can come to you, like, you know, when I'm going through something, you know. And But there's a difference between that and 
you know, always constantly putting out negativity over and over that sounds like the same person you were five years ago, you know, and then now, and it's just like no evolution at all. It's like you just backtrace two two steps. No, it's two steps forward, two steps back, mm. or even three steps back, you know? And it's like, do you really want change? Do you really want help, you know? Or do you repel it because it's harder? It, it feels harder to to really work through your, your shit and become a better person, become, you know, become you know, healed, you know, than it is to, uh, you know, to stay the same. Like both, both is going to hurt. It's like getting a bullet out of you. You know, it's like, it's going to hurt when you have to take the bullet out, but it's also going to poison you if you leave that bullet in you, you know? So yeah, it's, I, I hurt for, the people of this generation that I just see just so much like pain and I admire the, the openness with pain, Mm -hmm. but it's also sucking the life out of everyone else in their journeys because they would just rather continue to be the downer over and over, you know, and it, like it, it, like I said, it gets them attention. It does get them the validation that they need, but that's temporary relief. I always say this is temporary relief. It's not freedom. It's relief. Like relief is it may make you feel better for five minutes, but then five minutes later, you're back where you're at, you know, and then you're asking for the validation again. So, you know, and I've also learned that, you know, music and art and everything like is is therapeutic in a sense because you get to to vent out you know all the stuff that you're going through but you know that's that's not the whole journey you know that's not the whole uh therapy session that's just the wearing your your scars you know on on the outside it's like this this is my art that showcases what I'm going through but you know, but where's, where's the, the, well, what happens after that, you know, or do you just keep playing that, that song over and over? Uh, not that I'm discouraging anyone to like listen to depressing music because I listen to the most depressing music ever. (laughs) I make some depressing music sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I write depressing music, but like, um, but I have to leave it there. Mm. That's, that's the art I made. I'll leave it there on, on the table, but like, but that's not what I believe in right now. That's just, you know, I pull from a situation that happened to me and how I felt during that situation. But, um, like, I'm healing, you know? Yeah, it's like, you have to, uh, like, like you said, you can appreciate, like I appreciate the openness about the pain. Mm-hmm. But when it's just that, mm-hmm. And you're only putting that out there, and you see never see any growth. Like, what are you doing about it? Then it's just a pattern. You're just putting it out mm-hmm. there. But what are you doing to get better? Right. What are you doing to get your shit together? Mm-hmm. Like, and like again, like that phrase can have a negative connotation. But like, 
like for real like what are you doing because like I didn't get over my depression by doing literally nothing like I never even put it out there I never even like said it like I'd barely even talk to anyone about it like I just mm-hmm. would rather like go through it by myself because I don't want to just put that stuff out there and like it's also like not not good <laughs> to just bottle it up yeah but that's what I did but I got my shit because I actually worked on it. I yeah. actively and intensively worked on it. Mm-hmm. And like I eventually did get better. And like I found my coping mechanisms. Mm-hmm. Like what you healthier about, ones. All the time. And like I've never been a, the person to like turn to like things that could be like toxic. Like I've never like turned to like alcohol or sex or like drugs or anything that could be damaging. Like I was just turned to like movies and music and video games and, and stuff like that mm-hmm. different things but like like what are you doing to get better because like if you're just looking for validation you may get some but if you're you do it once a day those comments on your on your, your post every day is going to start to dwindle down then what are you going to do when no one responds right to your if they start, yeah, posts. they start to feel because some people, if they, you know, try to help you, um, they could start to feel useless after a while because they realize their words are wearing off, like the power of their words are wearing off to them because, you know, and then, but the thing is, they're just, they're just going to move on to the next person that'll try to breathe some new life into words. Yeah, yeah, Fucking new leech. In the moment, it seems easier to do that than it is to really work on yourself. But mm-hmm. in twenty twenty, point do you let go? Right in twenty twenty, we ain't doing that. Nah, I ain't, I ain't. We ain't doing that, fam. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. In twenty twenty, we're putting all this energy into productivity. You're not validating another man unless it comes from a genuine place, and it's not asked for. <laughs> mm-hmm. Cause there's a lot of people asking for validation out there. Yeah. I see it all the time. Like, yeah. I'm feeling sad. Validate me. Literally saw that. Validate me. That was actually very therapeutic for me to talk about this as well. I think I think because, you know, I I do kind of struggle with it myself, or I have struggled with it. You know, you you and I are both we're very like hard on our sleeve, you know, kind of people. So like we've we've been open about this before and we're open about it now like that we're not coming from a place of like i don't understand any of that because i i mean we've lived that clearly been there we have been there multiple times right (laughs) we've been there many times um and it's it's not to say that that like well i'm up here and you're down there it's just we're just over here telling you like there's a there's a better way, you know, there's a better path, you know. And we're still on that path. We're still working on that path, but Yeah. We getting there. But you don't see me on Facebook asking for validation. <laughs> <laughs> All you gotta do is share this podcast. That's enough validation for me. <laughs> no, I don't need it for validation. But if you do share this no, podcast, but I do need you guys to listen to the podcast and watch the videos we make. We need, we need more engagement. That's right. That's right. We don't bite. Engage with us. That's yeah. right. 
Let's show up to your doorstep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to scare him now, Rob. <laughs> I'm going to get this list. <laughs> no, but uh, hopefully you take something away from what we've said and you don't take it the wrong way also and you aren't offended and if you are well look i'll show up to your doorstep (laughs) (laughs) no but uh thank you for stopping by this week it's been a a long ride and i'm just looking at the weeks go by like damn Mm -hmm. still (laughs) we're still doing this (laughs) still doing it no we're still gonna keep doing it as long as you guys keep listening But uh, thank you all for stopping by this weekend. We will catch you next week. Later.